Welcome to the 2v1 Life Epic Journey Podcast. I'm Sonny Zentmeyer and along with my amazing bride, Cindy, we believe that God has created marriage for an epic and heroic journey. Every great adventure and expedition has a desire for victory, a strategic plan, and guides along the way. Everyone wants a marriage that wins. And we want to encourage you to live different, to love different, and to finish strong as we follow God's plan for oneness through the wilderness here on earth. We're so grateful you're here, and we believe that God will prompt you to discover his plan for your marriage as you live out your adventures together. Hey, everybody. Sonny and Cindy, we are back with you, and uh, we are <laughs> we're so grateful that you've decided to, to listen in, and we don't take that lightly. We believe we've been given a great responsibility to speak into your life, and we feel very privileged. And in that, we want to be an encouragement to you in what God has to say about your marriage and just how involved and he is and his desire to guide you into his plan for a marriage that wins. So first and foremost, we want to bring you up speed with us a little bit. Yeah, we have some confessing to do here today. That's right. <laughs> so we've recently launched our Epic Journey podcast because, because God's been really placing on our hearts to expand our reach so that more couples will be encouraged and know that God has a great plan for their marriage. And you listening right now specifically for your marriage. So what what you don't know is that we recorded our first five podcasts a little while ago. In fact, about a year ago. Which I cannot believe it's been that long. Man, that was fast time. Yeah. So they weren't perfect, and we were trying to decide on getting the name right. And we just, you know, there were lots of reasons why we just... We were balking. Yeah, we were balking. <laughs> so I guess there wasn't a lot of reasons. There was just one big reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but here we are. We're here now, yeah, and we're rolling, yeah, and, and we're so, and we're partnering with God, and we're excited about that. Yes, we're very excited about that. You know, so we're on, you know, podcast. Probably, I think it's about number six uh, uh, a year later, but we are really excited to be following through at this point, stepping out in faith, and without everything being perfect, without knowing everything about the technology we need to use how to use all the social media platforms in our outreach. You know, we're just really beginning to build our online presence. So we're at the early stages of this, even though we've been married over 38 years and we've really, what we call, intentionally been investing in our marriage for over 26 years and encouraging other marriages in knowing about God's plan for their marriage. So, so even though we've been doing marriage and encouraging marriages for a long time, a lot of this is very new to us. And it is challenging and it's requiring lots of faith, trust, belief, and obedience, That's right? right. Yes. So the reality is that as we were talking, we realized that second guessing ourselves, um, it really turned out to be an act of disobedience because we were really believing that it was all up to us, everything, you know, we have to do everything just right and just perfect. But we weren't trusting God and realizing that it's really all up to God anyway, right? Really He's is. in control of the outcomes and we just are called to do our best and give our best, right? That's but it's sure. not 
doesn't need to be perfect. So any of you out there, you know, you might be experiencing this a little bit too, or God's been prompting you to maybe do something or follow through on something and, and you're balking because, you know, you, you might be believing something like you're not good enough or you don't have what it takes or whatever, but we just want to encourage you to, to really step in and follow through on what God may have for you at this time. Well, so we, Kind of asked his forgiveness. That's we right. went to him, you know, Not asked kinda. his forgiveness. We did. We did. We asked forgiveness. <laughs> and But we know that God is pleased with us and our faith in finally stepping out and reaching out. And over time, I would say we've really come to realize that God is always at work around us. And he invites us into what he's doing. There was a time in our marriage where we'd say, oh, this is a great idea. Come on over here. Hey, God, come along with us. Right? It was kind of backwards. But we've come to find that he invites us into what he's doing. And then he waits. And he waits. And he waits sometimes too long. But he waits patiently. And he continues to pursue us and call us and draw us to him to encourage us to follow through on what he has for us. God's cool. Yeah. So in the world we live in, there is an incredible competition for our time, our attention, and our affection. Oh, yeah. And we must be aware of the threats to our most important relationships, our relationship with God, Mm -hmm. our relationship with ourselves, our relationship with our spouse, as well as our children, family, friends, and others. Yeah. But God also knows that, and he continues to pursue us and capture our attention until we finally wake up and choose to journey into this great adventure with him. So we're going to talk about just that. So 2B1 Life has a a marriage manifesto Mm -hmm. that we've created, and we'll be sharing it with you at, at, uh, at points along the way, but the very first line is this. We believe that marriage is an epic and heroic journey through the wilderness with God, while we are here on this earth. And that's a whole nother story. (laughs) We also believe that ultimately he's guiding us through the wilderness while at the same same time pointing us heavenward. The journey does not stop when we are done here on this earth. In Philippians 3.14, Paul is speaking and says this, I press on towards a goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Friends, God's inviting us into a marriage that wins, and doesn't it and, and it doesn't just win here on earth, but it wins for eternity. Which is really a cool thought. It's really right? a cool thought. It is beyond. That's right. And it's <laughs> epic. It's also heroic. And, and it is, is a, a journey. journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So today we want to speak some truth into your life and into your marriage. Perhaps your marriage needs some life breathed into it, and that's exactly what God wants to do. He wants to breathe new life into you, into your heart, and into your most important relationships. He wants us to make him first on the list. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that that's a huge key. Uh, that we found in our uh, marriage is that he has an order um, of of what he calls us to as far as love. He has a priority. Right. And the first one is to love him, mm-hmm. right? And then to love ourselves, and then pass that love on to others, mm-hmm. right? So he's, he's got an order to it. But anyway, 
Um, we're gonna we're gonna break down this statement that marriage is an epic and heroic journey through the wilderness with God while we're here on this earth, and we're gonna take the first word epic. And when we look up the uh, definition of epic in the Merriam-Webster dictionary, it has a couple of definitions. The first one is that epic is a long poem that tells the story of a hero's adventures. And it gives the example of Homer's ancient Greek epic, the Odyssey, right? The second definition is a long book, movie, etc., that usually tells a story about exciting events or adventures. <laughs> so it's always fun when you take the definition of a word, you look it up, but then you compare it to what God says in his word. So we're going to look right. at Ephesians 2.10, God's truth says this, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. So when we start studying this, when we look up the word work, workmanship in the original Greek, it's the word poema. The word poema means that which is made, something fashioned, crafted together, someone's workmanship as in a masterpiece. From the word poema comes the word poem and poetry. And so as a poem is written, the words, they flow from the heart of the author. The poem comes together. It takes on sort of a life of its own. And it also takes on a rhythm of its own. And, and it, it's, the poem is kind of invited into the rhythm of its creator, right? So, so cool. it's so cool because it's like God is, is saying that you are his poem. You're mm -hmm. his masterpiece. You are epic. Oh, that's Isn't so that cool. cool? That's so cool. So when we define this epic and heroic journey, first it, it invites us to realize that we are his workmanship. We are his poem, his poema. And you know what? God loves his handiwork. He's proud of his handiwork. He claims his handiwork. Mm -hmm. You know, he says, hey, you belong to me. You're mine. I created you. And so when we look at Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1, it says this. Now, this is what the Lord says. The one who created you, O Jacob, and the one who formed you, Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. So, awesome. so we like to expand the definition of epic to say that we have each been uniquely created by God to be his epic poem and masterpiece. So let's move on now to the word heroic and hero. That's right. right. Take that so, one. so here's a few definitions of hero. A myth, mythological or legendary figure, often of divine descent, endowed with great strength or ability. Mm. Or an illustrious warrior. Ooh, I like that one. I do too. <laughs> a person admired for achievements and noble qualities. Uh, one who shows great courage. So God has created us. We are of divine descent. That's pretty cool. Right? Yeah. God has given us great abilities, two of which are mentioned in the, the description of a hero, strength and courage. He created us. To be an illustrious warrior, to achieve great and mighty things, and to take on his character qualities. Mm. Joshua 1.9, God is speaking to Joshua and encouraging him in his leadership and the battle he's getting ready to live out. Haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do, do not be afraid 
or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Oh, God, that's so good. Right? So good. I mean, he's 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 confirming what we just read in the dictionary, right? <laughs> right. He's saying, you know, be strong and courageous. He's saying, be heroic. That's right. I want you to be heroic. And then he tells us he's going to be with us wherever we go, no matter where we are in the wilderness in our life. He is going to be there. So good. Absolutely. So the definition of heroic is of or relating to courageous people. Yeah, and the word heroic, it describes the hero as strong Strong and and courageous, courageous. Yeah. right? So he's telling us, he's affirming us, you're strong and courageous, and I got a battle for you to live out and and life for you to live, and you're going to be a hero as you're going forward. And I'll be with you. All the time. Yeah, and I think it's so important. Girls, I'm going to speak to you specifically right now. You're married to a hero. You're married to a champion. You're married to the one designed by God as a masterpiece. And and when we partner with God, when we partner with each other and with others that are like-minded and they also are seeking and believing for a marriage that God designed and a marriage that wins, when we're partnering together... That's heroic. Mm. God's telling us when we partner with others, that is heroic. And so I think it's just really important to encourage you out there that we we are gifts to each other, right? And we are both heroes in this journey together. But we need to be participating and affirming each other mm. and seeing yes. us how God sees us. That's right. So girls, remember, you are married to a hero. So just keep listening. This is getting better and better. God's design mm-hmm. is so amazing and so much more than we ever dreamed it was. That's right. So let's look at the word journey. Something suggesting travel or passage from one place to another. We're just passing through. We are traveling. Yeah. We are journeying. And he has given us each. He has given each other given us each other for this journey. Yeah. We are designed to be a unified team in this journey. Our marriage is designed to be an unstoppable force for good through this journey, through the wilderness, and heavenward. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So Genesis 2, 18, Then the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper corresponding to him. Okay, okay. So I want to take it on from here. Okay, yeah, is that all right you with should, you? should, yeah. Okay, because I did a little bit of research on this, and it was super cool. And I just, I want to remind you all that sometimes we have to make sure that we are looking at the meaning of words as to what God says the meaning is, not necessarily what the world's meaning is. There can be two very different definitions going on, and we have to make sure that we're not assuming that we know those definitions. So for all you gals out there, I want you to check this out. And um, so we are referred to as a helper. And if you just kind of Take that as the world's definition. It kind of, it kind of sounds secondary. Right. We're just, you know, we're just a helper. We're just, the, you know, this, this little voice on the side. But wait, listen to God's meaning and truth and not the world's meaning. Don't 
assume and don't make up your own definition here, okay? So I found this great article about uh, by um, Michaela Van Dyke and she does such a wonderful job explaining this. And it, what she goes on to say is that in Hebrew, the word helper or helpmate is derived from two words. One word is ezer, the other word is konegdo. And I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's how I'm pronouncing it. But the word ezer appears in the Bible 21 times and it's used to describe women, it's used in reference to military support, and it's used many times in reference to God's help in saving his people. So God uses the same word to describe women as helper as he uses to describe himself. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. That's very Okay, cool. so make that connection there. Now, also the word easer is used to describe a saving and strong presence and is continually used to describe military aid in battle. Mm. So the, the, the article goes on to say, therefore, many interpretations of Ezer have explained that Ezer's meaning is not just a helper, it describes a warrior. We are designed to be a strong helper and a warrior for Christ. So I want to go back to that scripture now. Let's go back to that scripture. Now we're going to insert what we've learned about the real meaning of that word. Genesis 2.18. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a warrior corresponding That's to him. That's so awesome. How powerful is that? That is awesome. So, you know, the little world's way of helper is just this little secondary thing. Mm -hmm. God's way is saying, Nuh-uh, I, I have created a warrior for you because... You guys are going to be going through the wilderness and you're going to need each other, That's right. right? And you're going to be heroic doing it. That's right. <laughs> so let's keep in mind also the word corresponding. When he said, uh, um, what was it? Uh, I will make a warrior corresponding to him. So we're going to go back to that same article and we're going to listen. This is so cool. And this is one of the most unique and beautiful word pictures that I've ever heard, that we've ever heard, mm -hmm. to describe the marriage relationship that God has created. So remember, you are each unique and different, but he has a purpose for the two of you together. Remember, you are his poema. He's created you as a poem, but there's a purpose for the two of you together as a team in your oneness and unity with him. And, and God really, he desires for us in our marriage to absolutely take flight and soar. Mm -hmm. And so that analogy is going to stick with this word picture that we're getting ready to describe. So we're going back to the article now. And it says, lastly, the word that accompanies easer to describe a helper is konegdo, which means in front of him, opposite as to him, or corresponding to him. A great visual explanation of the word konegdo would be two wings on a bird. They are not the same, but they're equal. They correspond to each other. They both are useful for flight, but they are not identical. When both are used together, they accomplish one purpose, movement toward Christ. Konegdo denotes the idea of equality, a mirror image of a man, but the opposite of him. You know, Isn't sometimes, cool? yeah, it's cool, but you know, doesn't that opposite part 
sometimes it can create such conflict, mm -hmm. but it's meant to be and, for good. And necessary. And necessary. And necessary. Two left wings, you wouldn't fly very no. good. <laughs> <laughs> so girls, listen, he has created us to be on the front lines and navigating through the wilderness together with our husbands and with God. So and cool. to you guys, man, God has given you a great mighty warrior to partner That's through right. life with. So cool. So we're going to do, we've got to do an entire podcast on that at some point. But we, we just really believe that God wants us to reinforce to you the power of two that he's created us to be in our marriages. And if you're not experiencing this, listen, take heart. Two becoming one is a process. That's right. It's a process. It takes it's time. It's a lifelong process. And we, re we continue in the process. It is not an arrival, right? That's right. But it's a process of learning and growing and changing and 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 knowing how to be in agreement with God and agreement with each other as we, as we go through life together. And that's what really two be one life is all about. You know, we want to help guide you in this process from what God has revealed to us through his word, our experiences and the adventures with him through the stories and trials and triumphs that other couples have gone through as well through the wisdom of mentors and, and the many coaches and counselors and other believers That's that been have been so speaking into our life. So all these important years. to us for all these years yeah, to have really those has. mentors, to have those coaches, to have that fellowship, those counselors and those other believers has been so important to us. So, okay, so let's get to our final word here, wilderness. The definition of wilderness is a desert or another uh, is a tract of land or a region uncultivated and uninhabited by human beings, whether forest or wide barren plain. This is, this is literally describing the wilderness as a place that we've never been. Ooh, that's really good. It, because that's kind of what life is. Tomorrow, we've never we been there. We've never been there. So, so um, God has invited us to join him to adventure into the future and into married life with him in, into places we've never been. Every day is a right, new day. Right. The truth is, we don't know what tomorrow holds, but we want to be prepared for it. And God is preparing us in the wilderness. Mm. So cool. In Deut Deuteronomy 8, 2 and 3, it says, And you shall remember the whole way that the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness, that he might humble you, testing you to know what is in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. And so that's the Old Testament. Let's, let's step into the New Testament. So Jesus was baptized. The Spirit of God descends on him like a dove, and a voice appear, uh, comes from heaven and says, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. And so remember, God claimed him as his own Son, just as he claims you. In Matthew 4, 1-4, Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. Then the tempter approached him and said, if you are the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. 
And he answered, It is written, Man must not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Christ knew the word of God, and this protected him in his decision-making and experiences and relationship with his Father. Our relationship with Christ and knowing his word prepares us also for what lies ahead in the wilderness and offers us wisdom and protection for our own decision-making and our own experiences together and our own relationship with God. The wilderness is basically a place we've never been, and the wilderness changes. Yeah, and it's so cool. Like you, it, Here God is, right? He's getting baptized, right? Right. He gets baptized, and, and God says, "I'm this is my son whom I'm well pleased. And then the Spirit says, now go. <laughs> to the wilderness. To the wilderness, <laughs> right? And so life continues on, right? And we find it so strange that we're in the wilderness. Right? But That's God, where we've been sent. That's right. <laughs> we've been sent to this place called Earth, which is God's wilderness adventure for us to live out. Right? For this time. Yeah, that's right. So we we also like to describe the wilderness really as, you know, it's where we're living our life out here on earth. It's full of beauty. We've got mountaintop views. Sometimes we've got the rough and rocky terrain. Um, we have valleys that are dark. We have times of drought. There's rivers. There's forests. There's streams. There's mud. There's danger and risk. There's uphill climbs, there's wounds, there's challenges, there's tragedies, there's heartache, but there's also excitement and amazing, unexpected joys that can Amen. take place. But, you know, it requires us to navigate through difficulties and uncertainties and things that we just don't expect. You know, we don't know what's coming down the road, but, you know, God has rhythms for our life. And and we notice those even more when we are paying attention mm -hmm. and actually get out of the house a little bit and actually into nature, we're going to see more of God's rhythms that he's created. You know, the sun sets, the sun rises, the seasons of change. You know, there's a preparation that he's got us in for things to come. But he's also got in the wilderness and in our life, he's got healing and he's got calm. He's got peaceful stillness. Mm -hmm. And yes, restoration and rest from sometimes all the craziness of it. And I love in Psalm 23, he even describes the wilderness and that he says, you know, he makes us lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside the still waters and he restores our soul. That's so good. I just love that. I love the visualization and how God pulls us into his creation and his nature for our restoration. Mm -hmm. And, but the wilderness, so the wilderness is also a place of restoration as well. And so what we found to be true in our life is there's certainly, there's a lot of uncertainty ahead, right? But we are in this with a God who is certain. Certain. And we can, we can rest in that and we can take strength and courage in knowing that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, God's the creator of everything. He's the creator of the wilderness, but he also created each of us. He designed our marriage in light of his purposes and what he has prepared for us to do. And it, I just, we go back to that Ephesians 2.10 scripture that he prepared in advance good works for us to do. And I read somewhere, it was really interesting because they talked about 
Well, since he prepared the works in advance, then he's really already done the heavy lifting. He really has. Right? And it, he's just saying, come on, I've done the heavy lifting. Now follow through. And, and now he's invited us right. into it. Right. Not by ourselves, but right. with him. Right. So cool. Yeah. So God, God's power and resources are unlimited. So let's get with it. Get on with it, right? <laughs> That's kind of what he's been telling us to do. Let's Come get on. going. Yeah. Get on with Let's it. Go. Let's go. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, so whatever uh, whatever he is encouraging you to do, do it. Yeah. And we know he's encouraging you right. because he's created us with good works, right? So make the call. Ask forgiveness. Meet with God. Seek restoration of your own heart. And seek restoration of your marriage and life together. God's plan for you is amazing. Yeah, it is so amazing. So whatever he's prompting you, putting on your heart, just know he wants you to follow through. It doesn't have to be perfect, but he just wants you to follow through and trust him for those next steps. You know, he is doing something new in you. And he's doing something new in your marriage and he's inviting you to join him. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it could be, you know, maybe someone's inviting you guys to to get involved in maybe something at, at church or or maybe he's inviting you in another way uh, by someone just gave you a book to read. We don't know, but pay attention because God is going to be prompting your heart and he's going to guide you in your next steps and just take it one step at a time. Don't get ahead of yourself. Don't try to figure it all out and get all down the road, but just take it one step at a time. Remember, you're his masterpiece. You and your spouse, you're epic, and you are heroes in this journey that he's got you in. So true. We are truly in an epic and heroic journey through the wilderness with God. So be strong and be courageous. Hey, thanks for joining. Yeah. So we want to finish up just to say a prayer for you guys because we just believe that sometimes we really need prayer, and but sometimes we don't always have someone that is praying for us and praying over us. So we would love the privilege of being that voice for you to pray over you, each one of you, and your marriage. So uh, we're going to do that right now. So Father, we just thank you so much for your love for us. We thank you, and we receive the fact that you have created us, each of us uniquely, as your masterpiece. Lord God, that you call us epic. And that, Lord, you are encouraging us to be strong and courageous, to be heroes in this journey here on earth. And so, Father, we know that you are with us in this journey, that you are walking through the wilderness wherever we may find ourselves. And, Lord, we just encourage each person, each listener out there to be strong and be courageous and seek you and seek your word, seek your guidance in their life and in their marriage and realize that their marriage matters. It matters for so much more than than our own happiness. You have that for us. You have an abundant life for us. But Lord God, that you are encouraging us to accept your invitation to join you in what you are doing. And so, Lord, we thank you and we praise you that you've invited us into an epic and heroic journey here on earth. And uh, we thank you for your guidance, for your wisdom, and your direction in our lives. Lord, we just, again, we thank you for inviting us into this. 
we thank you that we are responding, Lord, even if it's late. Lord, we thank you for that. Lord, we just ask that your continued guidance for us as we step into this and that we uh, are obedient in our walk with you. Lord, for those that are listening, we just lift them up. We ask that you would give them courage and, and help them to hear your still small voice in where you're calling them. We just thank you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we ask that you would leave a review. You don't need to write anything. Just tap the stars. It'll help us reach other couples. If you don't already, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at 2B1Life. It'd be a blessing to have you join our community as we walk in faith together through life in this epic and heroic journey. Thanks for listening.